Hi everyone, Lucy Kippist here. I'm the editor of Flying Solo and this episode of our podcast is brought to you by Flying Solo's brand new business class membership. It's your annual pass to great deals, discounts, tips and wisdom for building the business of your dreams and you'll get the opportunity to be a guest on this podcast all for just $165. Head to our website for details. Now on to the show. Karen Hollenbach is the founder of Think Bespoke. She's a LinkedIn expert and a regular contributor to Flying Solo. Recently, Karen shared an article about how we should be updating our LinkedIn profiles as we navigate all the challenges that COVID-19 is bringing to our businesses. Karen joins us now to share some of these insights. Welcome, Karen. Lovely to have you back on the podcast. Hello, and it's lovely to hear your voice. This is how we stay connected now, isn't it? It is how we stay connected. <laughs> I'm listening to more podcasts myself now because it's just nice to hear a, a voice out there. Yes, yes. And I'm having more people when I run online training, I'm having more people, normally I come on five or 10 minutes early and just check everything and no one, you know, everyone's logged on, their screens are up and just with their name. And I had my lunch and learn yesterday and I, I jumped on and there's this big, deep chat going on with everyone, which Aww. just never, it never happens. And no. it was lovely. I think everyone's grabbing the chance to connect with their communities when they can. Absolutely. We're all crawling out of our shells a bit, which is only Mm. a positive, which is a very good segue to what we're going to talk about today, because while we are, we are actually all spending a lot more time online and we are actually being forced, whether we like it or not, to look at the shape of our businesses right now too. In the article you wrote for us recently, you referred to using some of this time that we have at the moment to tend to our LinkedIn gardens, which I thought was a great expression. (laughs) The first question I have is why is it so important to think about LinkedIn right now? Well, I think there's two reasons. So the first reason is that you can't connect with people in the way that you could before. So I've always, you can't physically see them in real life. So I've always affectionately called LinkedIn networking for introverts. <laughs> um, and so I also now say introverts are living their best life and have been preparing for this pandemic their whole lives. So but true. yeah, and I think, and I know a lot of people that are, are really feeling like they don't want things to go back to normal. And I know that there's also, I want to acknowledge that there's a lot of people that are not feeling that way at all and it's an incredibly difficult time. Mm. Um, So I think that people are flocking to online platforms to have conversations, to stay connected and also for the traditional reasons that you would be there, which is to raise your brand awareness and to get noticed by your professional community. But the reality is that because it's got the largest number of professionals in Australia and the globe, Mm. that's where everybody's flocking. And I think, and I know this is certainly my experience and it's the experience a lot of my clients that while there has, in many cases, been a significant sort of blindside at first and then drop in income, as everyone tilts or pivots and, you know, the, the most overused words Isn't during it? this pandemic, you know, we're, ba- we're suddenly ballerinas and I acknowledge that and if you don't <laughs> switch off because I said those words, I understand, I could yeah. have found a better, better word. Um, I think that uh, LinkedIn is something that is, I always see this with client with new clients, it's on their to-do list. It's on their important to-do list, but not their urgent to-do list. So Mm. I think one of the silver linings of 
what's going on in the moment is that we've all got time to actually make our way through our to-do list and tend to our LinkedIn garden and make sure it's presenting the best version of us. So I think there's that. I think that's the first reason that just we're spending time upskilling, we're spending time tending to our online presence because they're the only sort of, that's the only way we can have conversations. But I think the second one and probably the really scary one is I think the stat something like in 72 hours, 1 million people (laughs) became unemployed in Australia. And so what we're seeing is people who've been stood down, which, okay, it's not losing your job, but you're definitely going to be thinking about your possibilities are starting to say to themselves, well, you know that side hustle I was thinking about, or you know that hobby that I've been doing on the weekend? Well, maybe I need to make it my going concern now. Maybe this needs, maybe I'm actually going to launch this business and maybe I'm actually going to get really, really serious about this. So I think people are just looking at LinkedIn with the, with fresh eyes and saying, how do I leverage this for my professional goals right now? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent um, summary there. So if we are in that position, which most of us probably are, where we're being challenged to rethink our business, now whether that's rethinking our actual business why, so why we're doing it or mm. why we're going to continue doing it or if we're doing the infamous pivot. Um, (laughs) Can we think of another word, Lucy? Can we actually come up with another? Shift, yes. Yes, navigating Um, the current era. Evolution. (laughs) Transformation. Look, I can't say it because I'll sound like a hypocrite. I've talked about it myself so much. And it excites me. Pivots excite me. Change excites me. I like evolution. Yeah, me too. I'm a bit of a, yes. We can refer to that. But just say, so we've got any number of those things going on. Let's just call it change. Yeah. Um. Should we be talking about that on our LinkedIn page? And if we are, if, if we are think, talking about that on our LinkedIn page, how should we be doing that? Well, I don't necessarily want to go on the transformational change with the person on LinkedIn. I mm-hmm. think that's sort of Instagram and Facebook territory. So I don't want to necessarily hear the heartfelt you know, oh, woe is me, Mm -hmm. she says, after having written a piece on, you know, how I was dealing with it all. Um, But no, I think if LinkedIn is a platform that you feel there's a community there who you can serve, I definitely want to hear from you. So one of the big shifts in marketing comms generally, and definitely on LinkedIn, and I'm talking to the recruitment community about this next week, and I think we've got sort of 100 registrations and counting because obviously the recruitment community at the moment is sort of going, whoa, everyone is, is that what I used to say to people was what you should be talking about is what problems you solve for your clients, the communities that you serve, you know, how can you help them? So absolutely that broadly still stands. But because where our brains are all thinking a little bit differently, I don't know about you, but everyone I'm speaking to is not as productive, can't think as clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's, we're, we're navigating lots. If we're working from home, the beautiful sanctuaries that we'd all created have been invaded mm, so by true. our families. Mm-hmm. So I think now what people need to be doing is how can I help people right now? So I don't necessarily want to hear about what your new venture is, but what I do want to hear about is whatever change you've made, how that's going to help me. Mm. And that's been a big shift for me because I, um, I, you know, I wrote for you about this idea of being blindsided and it hit me in March with the cancellation of, you know, like within yeah. two days, the end, you know, March was sort of over with mm. the cancellation of in real life events. And 
I really had to work through that in terms of, wow, okay, this is what, what I wasn't, what, not how I'd expected March to play out. It was looking like one of my best months ever. And when I got to the other side of it, and I think it was a flippant comment I, I made to you in an email, Lucy, when I asked you, how are you? And mm. you said, well, yeah, you told me how you were. And I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I've decided to help. That's how I'm coping. Mm. So I think the shift is really not so much how do I transactionally help people, but can I get my head around potentially being a social enterprise or viewing myself like a social enterprise? And people might be yelling at me when I'm saying this right now, but actually physically or, you know, digitally helping people to get them to the other side. So I'm not saying give your services away for free. I'm not saying discount. I'm just saying go through your service offering and make a decision about what is the online digital whatever version of what you do, but then take a component of that and give it away freely to those who need it right now to build your list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, the things are different and people have still got money and people can still invest, but it's a scaled back version That's right. of what it looked like before COVID-19. There's a lot more deliberation, which isn't, yeah. which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's just a reality. It's just what is. But also, yeah, I really like I really like that idea. So just to really reflect on how you can respond to that, because if the markets changed, so the markets changed, everybody's mm. changed. Mm. So our response has to change if we're going to keep mm. evolving. Yeah, mm. I really like very that. much so. So if our our change that we're facing now is the result, you know, is manifesting as customers dropping off a bit or our production slowing down or whatever it is that we do and our business does is just slower. What else could we be doing differently on LinkedIn then? So if we're used to posting, you know, stories about sales, for example, and we're not getting as many sales, so we don't want to necessarily write about that at the moment, what are some extra stuff we could be doing on the platform instead? I suppose you've just covered that in a sense. Well, yeah, but there's probably two additional ones. So one is check that you've got your company page set up properly. Mm-hmm. Think about your content plan, not just from a uh, individual perspective, so not just from your LinkedIn profile perspective, but also from your company page perspective. And the LinkedIn company page added a new feature towards the end of last year, then took it, then gave it back, then took, you know, it's mm-hmm. but it's on at the moment, which is mm-hmm. the ability to invite connections to follow your company page. Mm-hmm. And then a brand new feature, which was released about two or three weeks ago. I was actually training a client and there may have been some excitement where I had to apologise to them and say, yes, I do get excited about strange things. <laughs> but there's, <laughs> there's the event feature on the company page now. Oh, so if you're yeah. running virtual events, one of the key things you should be doing is thinking about your uh, LinkedIn real estate, making sure your organisation is representing you. And that, look, there's much debate about the value of uh, driving traffic from your LinkedIn profile and driving traffic from your LinkedIn company page. And that's a strategy conversation that falls outside of the scope of, sort of what we're talking about today. But at yeah. the very least, you should have that real estate so that you have your business logo on your profile. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing I think you need to do if you haven't done this previously. So if you've always traditionally posted content about your sales and your promotions and all this sort of thing, you have to sort of take a bit of a deep breath and think, well, hang on, best practice is to be sharing what's called curated content. So that's, you know, a great flying solo article that I might choose to share with my community that I didn't write, but it's particularly useful and my community will love it. 
Um, and just to think about, well, what do my, and I did say it in the last point, but I'm going to give you a very real example of it. What do my connections and community need right now? And I was sort of having a really funny, I was having a joke with uh, a friend that I walk with, a colleague and a friend saying, oh, I should turn into a Zoom trainer. I can see myself being a Zoom mm. trainer on the other side of this because I've run online sessions for over three years now. Mm. And I seriously did think about it for a while and I thought, no, just stay in your lane, Karen, seriously. But Because everyone was asking me in my community, can you just spend 30 minutes with me? Can you just take me through how to do this? Would we can be calling that a pivot, Karen? Would we call that a pivot? Yeah, and I didn't, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I thought, no, no, this is my expertise. I'm going to give this knowledge freely. So I went to the Zoom website. And I looked through all of their information and I found this amazing 10-page PDF guide that showed you exactly how to set up Zoom, how to approach wow. it. How, and this is pre-Zoom getting hacked and it was those first few days when everyone was just sort of like, oh my God, I'm going to have to do everything online. And I had colleagues across the country ringing me saying, you do Zoom, don't you? Can you show me how to do Zoom? So yeah. I put this PDF up via my profile and... I just said, look, if you're thinking about moving your business to, if you've got to deliver things online now, here's an amazing, you know, here's a really good resource from Zoom. And of course, the LinkedIn algorithm is preferencing PDFs at the moment. So this got shared four or five times and it got really good engagement. And that is what I want everyone to be thinking about. What is your version of that? Just remove your agenda in terms of you know, I want to be known for this. I want to be, because I do say that to people. What do you want to be known for? Who are you trying to influence? Just think, what do people need right now? Now, I don't want you to become a COVID-19 specialist. I don't want you to become a specialist in training people on remote work. There's far too much of that happening on LinkedIn at the moment. But it is just about thinking, well, I've had five people in the last 24 hours ask me about this. I'm, I'm really comfortable with this topic I'm just going to go and grab a resource so it doesn't have to be something you've produced in this instance it wasn't and just share it freely I mean obviously you're not going to be able to I'm not going to be able to charge for a 10 page pdf from zoom but the point is I could have put the energy into setting up a little zoom training session and charging for it I could have just gone to the source found some great content and shared it with everyone yes yes gosh I love that example and I'm going to be googling that pdf myself (laughs) (laughs) It's really good and it's all there. But Zoom before that was sort of this thing that every third or fifth person knew about. You know, now I've got people's parents saying they've become experts in it. I had a virtual Russian Easter with um, my husband's family on Sunday via Zoom. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. My mum's actually, um, my mum's an academic and had has been using Zoom for like years and mm. is just loving that she can educate the rest of us on that. Yes. Now, the family meetings. So, but yeah, it's so important. Who knew that we were going to need it quite so much as we do, but we do. Mm. Okay. Well, that's an, that's an excellent, excellent suggestion and something that everybody has the capacity to do as well. To my fairly untrained eye, there seems to be a lot more action on LinkedIn especially over the past six weeks. But I think that's probably true of social media generally also. Yes, LinkedIn, social media and wine consumption, I believe, are all up. (laughs) It's all connected. Yes. Um, And, you know, there's obvious reasons for that. And as you suggested before, also people, uh, you know, who've been laid off or Mm. however it is are, are looking for jobs as well. So... With the, the conversation in mind that we're being very conscious about the content that we are going to be posting now and, and being quite generous where we can, 
is it better for us to be on the platform more? Like, should we be meeting the increased traffic on there with more of our own presence? Or is it always still about, I've heard you talk about quality over quantity before, is that still the rule? Uh, it's just consistency. So if you've been posting regularly, continue to do that. If you have content that you think you want to post more of, you've probably got more permission than ever. So mm. yes, you can definitely be posting more, but don't just post for the sake of it. The quality conversation, the quality issue still stands there. Don't say, oh, Karen said I've got to post more regularly, so I'm posting more regularly. Yeah. I've just had more to talk about. And I'm, I'm at the point where I have colleagues, I'm, I feel like a DJ. I say this in, <laughs> a, you know, they're requesting, can you write a piece on, I, I want to know how to do this. I don't understand how to do this on LinkedIn. So I'm just using that as an opportunity to create content. Yeah. I would say there are other ways you can do more on LinkedIn that doesn't need to look like the creation of content. So one of those is to be checking notifications regularly. So have a look at what's going on in your network, people starting new jobs, starting new study, ending jobs, and look for opportunities to start conversations in messaging mm. because that's a really nice way to stay meaningfully connected with people. Uh, have a think about whether you've connected all your channels. So if you are having conversations over in Facebook, Twitter, <gasps> TikTok, Snapchat, wherever you're playing, yep. have a think about, well, am I connected with that person over on LinkedIn? So connect your channels. And the thing I've been doing a lot more of, and I'm a relatively serious person and my husband does bank, you know, the fortnightly joke that I tell, <laughs> but there's the, <laughs> there's the GIF feature in LinkedIn messaging which I am having so much fun with at the moment. Mm. So just have a look at that, everyone, in messaging. And just humour, you know, humour can play a really important role. So I think just being – I've seen people do updates and rather than do something publicly, I've just gone to messaging and saying, you know, just had a – I think you've got more permission to just say, how are you? I know when I'm running online training now – at the start, I'm saying to people, hi, I'm just, you know, you can do the whole, where is everyone from? Mm -hmm. I do the whole, I just want one or two words for you to share with me. How are you right mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. And I think there's more permission to be, have that sort of empathy and kindness yes. towards people. So that's what I want to see more of, not necessarily prolific content creation to tell me why you're so amazing, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, and messaging, really have a look at the messaging feature and really make sure you're looking at the notifications of what's going on in your feed, what's going on in your community, and then who's eyeballing your profile and are you reaching out to them. And just to clarify, when you're saying messaging, you're talking about our inboxes, right? Our yeah, LinkedIn. so there's a LinkedIn messaging, yeah, so yeah. LinkedIn messaging feature, not yeah. Facebook messaging. Yeah. So what's interesting, Lucy, is I'll say to people, did you know you had a LinkedIn news feed? What? I thought I just had a profile. No, there's a LinkedIn news feed. Oh, and did you know there's there's LinkedIn messaging? Is there? Uh, <laughs> now, I'm sure no one listening feels that way. I'm sure you're all over it, all over it because you've been reading our content. But um, it's very real. Some people just haven't spent time on LinkedIn because they haven't had to. Yeah, yep, so true. So true. But there's a bit of time now for some people. For some people. Yeah, an upskill. So LinkedIn Learning's released a couple of different modules. So there's um, mental health modules. So this is for just LinkedIn free membership. There's some mental health modules. And then if you've got anyone in your community that has been affected from uh, the perspective of employment, there's a whole section, the career modules have been opened up. So LinkedIn learning, which was always the domain of premium LinkedIn membership, 
um, currently as we speak. So that might change depending on when people are listening to this. But at the time of us chatting, uh, LinkedIn Learning was opening up some of its modules, which I think is great. And, and it's exactly what they should be doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so last question, just to round things off. So, I mean, at the top of the, the conversation, we were talking about how LinkedIn is often on that to-do, part of the to-do list that we know is important, but we sometimes don't get to it. Um, and now we have an opportunity to do that. If you're fairly new to the LinkedIn side of things and you're pretty confident on the content or you're pretty sure you know what you're going to do there, what are sort of some key admin tasks that might be good for us to, to tick off now? Um, like, you know, updating our actual, the wording on our on our bios. Yeah, so I would, yeah, absolutely. I would triple check your whole profile to make sure it just makes sense. I went through mine and I had, you know, face-to-face, book me as a guest speaker at your next conference. <laughs> hang on, yeah. hang on. That's not going to happen for a while. Um, so mm. make sure your headline is, mm-hmm. I, I move mine fairly quickly to online educator because I've done it for years, but I think that's just something. If there's something that you do that you feel there's a particular appetite for at the moment, Uh, Make sure it's featured on your LinkedIn profile. Make sure your contact information is all current. I see this far too often. People haven't put in their latest, you know, their their business email, their contact um, phone number that they want. The other thing is the new featured section. So this is, so for people listening, 50% of you will have it and 50% of you won't have it. So Mm -hmm. it's how LinkedIn is displaying media on your profile and it's after the about or the what used to be the summary section and it's before your experience section. So I'd really want everyone just to go and jump on their profiles now or after they've listened to this and just go and see if you've got that featured section because finally LinkedIn is displaying website links well. Mm. It's also where you can feature your latest article. If you've had a particularly popular post, you can put it in there and you heard me talk about this PDF Um, the fact that the LinkedIn algorithm seems to be liking the PDF function, the PDF feature, so you can upload a document. I've seen a client do it really well. She's got a PDF of her main services from her website and then a PDF of uh, her sort of bio from her website and they're beautiful. They look beautiful in the featured section. So that's something people should definitely check. And I ran a webinar, my Lunch and Learn, recently and that was my experience. 50% of the people who were attending uh, didn't have it and of the 50% that did they hadn't even I mean how often do people go back in and check their LinkedIn profile yeah, now ever. is the time <laughs> yeah so just check through uh, check through the headline check through the about and make sure it all still makes sense yes. and you should probably just diarize doing that every six months anyway and then check you've got the featured uh, section I love it I got FOMO when I first um, fear of missing out when I first came across it was actually an MBA candidate that I was training with the Monash Business mm. School showed it to me. He said, oh, have you seen this feature, Karen? I sort of went, and I'm running a LinkedIn workshop with them. I'm like, what? I don't have it. Gautham, how come you've got it and I don't have it? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we have to show this to everyone. I said to sort of the head of, you know, we've got to show this to everyone. He said, oh, that's why you're a good trainer, Karen. I said, why that? He said, you didn't take it personally that you mm. didn't know that. And I said, well, I don't have it on my profile. And this is the thing that LinkedIn releases these features and it doesn't release them to everyone at the same time. 
Yeah, right. Why is that? Uh, I think, I don't know if it's because they're A-B testing or because okay. it's, I don't yeah. actually know. The There's someone, yeah, the mysteries. I mean, I'm sure someone would have a technical answer to that, but that it just seems to be how they roll out new features. Okay. And I guess for someone like you, I mean, LinkedIn is your your, your business, your bread and butter, mm. basically. So you're, you're on there a lot more than the average person. You're probably paying attention to things that Yep. The average person. And that's essentially why your customers are also paying you for your insight. So it is interesting to hear that. I have so many questions else to ask you. I'd like to do an <laughs> episode on whether or not you should be paying to get the upgrade on the LinkedIn. So maybe we'll have to do it. Yes, let's on do that. that because my opinion on that has changed recently. Okay. So let's definitely talk about was, I know. So <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Another another episode. Another episode. Um, Karen, those tips are fantastic and obviously we can find you on LinkedIn should we want help. But can you just give us your website as well just so we have that? Yes, so it's thinkbespoke.com.au. You can find me and we now have virtual learning, digital downloads. It's all there. So I've tried to digitise as many of my insights as possible. So I write a blog each week or fortnight uh, but now there's also a whole lot of guides and online courses and things you can do to up your game with LinkedIn so mm-hmm. thinkbespoke.com.au and I imagine that'll go in the hopefully in the show notes too it will yes definitely thank you so much for joining us and take care and hopefully it won't be too long till we have another chat sounds good thank you for the opportunity Lucy I really appreciate it